When it comes to performing your best, your absolute best, there's so many factors that influence that and help to actually attain higher levels of performance. Just because you put more time into training, that doesn't necessarily mean that it'll be more effective. And we hear this all the time. It's this concept of making sure that you're training smart, efficiently, and not necessarily just training harder all the time. Because the fact is that we all have the same amount of time throughout the day. Our bodies can withstand and adapt to only so much. And it's more about how are we utilizing that time efficiently? How are we training smart so that we can actually continue to make the progress and get better and better every season, every year? And really the optimal goal is how do you use training to help you to be at your absolute best and continue to get better. And this goes with anything else in life too. Just because you put in the time doesn't mean that you're actually utilizing that time well. And we see it over and over that working smart, training smart, it really separates people from getting the exceptional results to just the mediocre results. Listen into this episode. It's all about training smart. Welcome to the HNL Movement Podcast, where everything is geared to leveling up your performance in activities, sports, and life. Join me in my professional journey as I share my knowledge and experiences while also learning from professionals, colleagues, clients, and you with one goal in mind, how to optimize human performance. This is the right place to learn how a multidimensional approach will sustain the performance and lifestyle you desire. Welcome back everyone to the HNL Movement Podcast. For all of the new listeners listening in for the first time today, thank you for joining in. You're in the right place to talk about everything that deals with optimizing your performance, everything from topics of injury prevention, training concepts, strength and conditioning, performance training, sports nutrition, everything to really help you to optimize your performance and do all of the things that you love to do. For all of the returning listeners, thank you again for joining me for another episode. Everyone, if you haven't heard some of the previous episodes, check back. There's a library of great episodes from solo topics that I cover to guest interviews that are sharing their story that we all can take something from and help us along our journey. You can check out all of the previous library of episodes on my website at hnlmovement.com slash podcast or any of your favorite podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all of those. And if you like these episodes, please share them, leave a helpful review and rate the podcast as well. And don't forget that I am putting up video highlight clips of all of these podcast snippets on my YouTube channel daily. So go check that out. It sometimes adds a lot more just to the audio version and you get to see some of the interviews and some of the conversations that I have on video as well. Let's just jump straight into this episode. I'm going to keep this one pretty brief because this could be uh, its own podcast series or multiple episodes too. But we are going to talk about training smart today. And this is something that I always am saying, saying to my clients, my athletes, it's always this concept of let's train smarter. And the reason why this is so important is because there's only so much you can do with more time. But when it comes to efficiency, when it comes to maximizing your results, maximizing your time too in the gym, on the field, on the court, during practices, it's all about how can I become more efficient? Because that is the bottom line. When you start to improve, play at higher levels, 
Efficiency is key because you want to do things that really help your body to perform and not do the things that will be detrimental and contribute to your body just breaking down. So I'm just going to go over some tips today. And like I said, there's so many influences and factors when it comes to the concept of training smart. But I just have 12 points today that I want to briefly touch on just to get people to think, how can I become more efficient with my workouts, my training regimen, and how it's going to influence my performance? So the first point that I have is for all of my athletes, for myself included, it's always important to focus on fundamentals. So fundamentals being just the basics the basics to keep you doing what you're doing. This could be in all aspects of health and performance. It could be basics with nutrition, basics with movement, basics with mobility, basics with conditioning. You always want to make sure that in some shape or form, you're continuing to emphasize the basics and the fundamentals. And I have a previous podcast episode on this as well, but the fundamentals are really what helps you to do the higher level things. So I would say in all of your programming, your workouts, even in practices, there's typically times that you're focusing on just some fundamentals and it's to keep those sharp so that you can do the higher level activities and skills. Now that leads me into my second point. My second point is to always understand what are you training for? what your sport entails, even what your position entails, because that will shape and direct your training in a way so that you can actually get better at your craft. Now, don't get this mixed up with the fundamentals of movement because that's something we should incorporate. But when you get more into the nitty gritty of your workout routine, you want to make sure that you are training for that sport. Meaning that if you're a baseball player, Making sure that you're doing legs according to baseball, making sure you have that core rotational stability, making sure you have shoulder stability and strength. And that might be very different than another sport like football, making sure that you have adequate strength for your position, making sure that you have the speed and explosiveness. And that goes on and on from different sports down the line. A weightlifter and powerlifter is not going to train in the same fashion as a volleyball player or a basketball player. And it's understanding what are you training for so that you can make sure that your training program and what you're doing, how you're doing it, it fits into the big scheme of your sport and your end goal to get better at that sport. And the third tip that I want to make is always have ways to assess and reassess. And this is with whatever resources you have available. But if you have access to a professional or professional facility, meaning that this is what they do for a living, they do training and they have the resources to apply the training at a higher level. Assessments and reassessments are key. And for me, it's using things like, of course, just my full body evaluation and assessment tools that I can see and understand how that person's moving, what areas we may need to target on. Also assessments throughout the workouts, assessing how they're carrying out movements, assessing and reassessing how they're progressing, keeping track of resistances, load, speed, all of those types of things. And you also have more objective measures. So things that I utilize, the Sparta science system, you know, even some of my athletes use the whoop band. So these are things that add more data and information that will help to see what kinds of influences or impact are the strategies and interventions you have on their overall body, how they're performing and how they're improving. All of these assessments too, it gives you an idea of how you're targeting some of the weaknesses, some of the strengths, just the overall person that you're training. 
And then my fourth point comes into planning. I think planning is a key point because if you're just going into gym every day and just doing what you feel like you need to do, or you're just on the fly making up your workouts as you go, it could be productive. But overall, in the long terms of things, it's really hard to see the trajectory of where you're heading to if you don't have a plan. And it's very hard to do things like periodization, making sure that you're targeting all of the different muscle groups, movements, things like that. If you don't have a plan or just a general plan of where you're heading. And I think that's often something that is very inefficient is that we end up doing too much of one thing or overlapping too many areas and not addressing some of the things that we really need to address either as an individual or for your sport because there's no plan. It's hard to do things and see the long-term programming without that just general template of a plan that you want to strive to head in that direction. So a plan is always very helpful. Now talking more about some of the specific variables, there's a lot of variables that influence how smart and efficient we're training. And that leads me into my fifth point is overall training volume. This is a key one. Just because we're training more, we're doing more, doing more weights, doing more reps, running longer, that doesn't mean that it's going to be more efficient. Now I'm not saying that we don't need to do more at times, that's not the point. But this will be key to make sure that we have that sweet spot, that optimal volume, training volume to help our bodies adapt in the ways that we expect it and in the ways that's promoting more performance. So let me say that one more time. You want to find that optimal training volume that is that sweet spot that really helps you to make the most improvements and optimize your performance. And this is key because you want to utilize that time as efficiently as possible again. So making sure that your training volume is within that optimal range, that is really what's going to prevent overtraining for sure, but also prevent undertraining because undertraining may be just as detrimental to you because you're not going to be making the progress that you could be because you're not training enough. And then along those lines is intensity. The intensity of your workouts, the intensity of your exercise, that set, the reps that you're doing. Intensity is key too because you want to have the appropriate intensity for that given exercise or that given workout. Coincides a lot with training volume because intensity is one of the key components that will help our body to adapt. And again, not overtrain or undertrain. And also making sure that you understand how to train at certain intensities. Understand your explosive day and your heavy day, what that feels like and what intensity range you need to get into versus your recovery days, your lighter days, active recovery. That's a completely, totally different intensity. And for most people out there, if you only have one speed, full speed intensity, oftentimes you're not going to be able to maximize and optimize your training because you're just going super hard all the time and there's no there's no backing off or recovery days when it's appropriate. So you want to make sure that you're paying attention to intensity. And then that leads me into point number seven, what we've kind of been hitting home all this time is being efficient and time management. Now, time management is not only making sure you have the time to train, but even in your workouts, how well are you actually managing the time that you have to work out? Are you trying to squish too many things in there that it becomes sloppy and you don't finish your workout? 
or could you do more things? So making sure that you're managing that time so that you can fit all of the important things in there. And going off tangent a little bit, especially when it comes to programming, I think a lot of times we're not prioritizing what's the most important exercises that you need to specifically work on, either because of your assessments, your weaknesses, what you want to improve on in that phase, because we can do millions of exercises, but are those the most bang for our buck? the most important exercises for you. And that's part of time management too, making sure that we are targeting the highest priority movements to actually help us to improve our performance. And then that goes on to tip number eight, which is train with intent, focus on what you're doing, focus on how you're doing it, even why you're doing it. It's not always about quantity. And this is where I think it holds especially true that you need to, really emphasize quality over quantity many times because I would much rather have someone do very focused, trying to improve on specific things in that movement and do a weight that challenges them, but keeping that focus and intent and doing it in a way where the quality is not degrading after every single rep or set rather than someone just focusing on doing more resistance, more load, more reps. And then before you know it, it's like, well, only 50% of that was really, really good reps and something that helped your performance. The other 50%, maybe we're just training compensations, imbalances, you know? So that's where making sure that we're focusing on the right thing and focusing on how we're doing it, the quality of what we're doing. And that will, those little things will add up more than you realize when it comes to even a month or months or a year from now, all of those little things that you focused on, that is what's going to help to elevate your performance more so than just doing sheer volume. And then that leads into number nine. And I think this is true with every single athlete that I know, it's consistency. You have to be consistent. Whenever we adapt to something, it's a cumulative adaptation. It's not from just doing it once and then you adapt and you become great. It's about doing it for a season or even seasons, years, right? And it's about learning how to be consistent. And consistency is, yes, of course, there's physical challenges with that. But oftentimes it's a lot of mental challenges, making sure your mindset is right, making sure that you can do all of these other points that I mentioned. And it's... It's a challenge sometimes to be very consistent, but when you make it a habit, when you make it a part of your routine and you start to string together more consistency, that is when your body is really going to start to adapt and make some tremendous progress. Now, I know I've been talking a lot about the training, so that leads me into point number 10, which is recovery and listen to your body. Recovery, I can't emphasize that enough. Recovery is really what your body needs to actually adapt, get stronger, and help you to improve your performance. What we do in the weight room, in practice, on the court, that's all very important too. But if we don't have the ability to recover from that, that's when you're going to start to break your body down, create more tightness, create some pain, create injuries. And that is going to be a bigger problem or obstacle if you get into those situations than if you were to take care of your body so that you can keep practicing and keep doing all of the training and everything that you need to do. So again, recovery is huge and recovery encompasses a whole different podcast episode, but you know, things like sleep, making sure we're 
focusing on healthy nutrition habits, making sure that we're able to handle all of the other stresses, you know, manage stress and, you know, just give our body the things that it needs to recover so that you can do the next practice, the next workout session, and you can actually do it well. And it helps again to build your body up. So recovery is key. And let's talk about number 11 now. Number 11, I think with everyone that loves what they're doing is really passionate and interested in improving their performance is this concept of just continuing to learn. And what I mean by this is learning how your body moves, learning how your body adapts to training, learning what types of things that you can incorporate into your training regimen to really help to improve what you're doing. And with anything that you do, whenever you're trying to improve, that's just something that I think innately sparks your interest is to learn what kinds of things can I do to get better. And that learning component is not only learning about maybe new things, things that you can incorporate in, but it's also the ability to be able to sift through all of the things that may not be that great for you to try. And this is so that you don't jump from technique to technique or facilities or from trainers to trainers. You want to make sure that you do have, again, going back to point number one, you do have a strong base, a strong foundation with fundamentals. And the more that we learn and experience, we have that ability to sift through things and think if this is something that, again, is a high priority thing that we need to include, or if it's just something new, flashy, that might not be as important as we think it is, right? You have to be able to sift through what's going to work specifically for you. Now, along those lines, use your resources, use professionals, ask them what they think about certain items that you're including or that you want to try. Because of course, it's important to try things, but it's also important to stick with the things that work and don't deviate from that so easily and just jump from program to training method to all of these different philosophies. Because sometimes a lot of those philosophies may not have everything that you think it has when it comes to you, your sport, and what you specifically need to work on. So again, the learning process, that's a continual journey. And for myself too, this is what I do for a living, but it's always constantly making sure that I can understand what strength or what it brings to the overall training plan whenever I'm learning about new concepts, learning about new things to include into a specific athlete's program or whatever the case may be, right? It's just constantly learning. And learning, the last point that I want to make is it's about learning everything about whatever you're doing. So learning about what it's good at, also learning about what its limitations are, learning how to apply it better, learning how to actually execute some of the training exercises, strategies better too. So learning is always ongoing, it's endless, and it's something that as you start to improve, you should find it to be a lot more fun as well. And then the last point, so point number 12, is to be holistic with your training program. And this goes just treating you as a person. Everyone is unique. Everyone has different strengths, weaknesses, things that we need to address to really help us to maximize our training and really train smart. So by this, I mean, you know, focus on not only the physical training volume and those physical variables, but also things like motivation, mindset, the mental approach, emotional approach. Focus on making sure that you are in a good space where you can actually execute all of this training smart strategies that I just mentioned. So just keep that in mind. Keep in mind the entire person, what is going to be 
the formula or recipe, I've mentioned this before in earlier episodes, that recipe to help to elevate your performance. And it's not always more of everything. Sometimes it's tweaking that balance, the proportions, making sure that everything complements itself so that you can really focus on training smart and really help that to improve your overall trajectory, elevate your performance and do all of the things that you love to do. When you're doing that, you'll definitely notice a lot of carryovers in sport, in life, and how you're able to continue to do this and train smart consistently for the long term. Overall, that's some of the tips that I have when it comes to training smart. I know my athletes hear me say it all the time, train smart, you know, back off on this, do more of this. And it's again, trying to make everything work better together. That's all that I have today. Thank you again for listening into this episode. For everyone out there, I have episodes coming out every Tuesday, so check back, subscribe to the podcast so that you're up to date with the newest episodes as they come out. Also, check out my social media channels, YouTube channel for all of the video highlight clips of the podcast as well. Those are going up daily. And other than that, I hope everyone has a great week. Start to train smarter. There's always little things that we can do that will make a big difference. Train smart, keep of course working hard, stay healthy, and really optimize your performance. I will be back here same time, same place next week for another episode. Until then, aloha. Aloha.